Well, hey, what's going down, everybody? Don Mega here, and I just want to welcome you to the podcast version of our Am I Still on the Air Black Adam spoiler review. So we recorded this live on our YouTube channel on Monday, October the 24th. Myself, peeps, friggins, we got together, we streamed live, and for about two hours, we broke down Black Adam, what we liked, what we didn't like, the future of the DCEU, the post credit scene. We talk about it all in its full spoiler-filled glory. But I know for a lot of you who can't watch the YouTube, so I wanted to make sure you had an audio-only version that you can listen to right here on the podcast feed. So there is two choices for you. You can listen here, or you can head on over to youtube.com slash air and check out the video version. Two methods for you. Either way works. I hope you enjoy. Sit back and relax and enjoy the Am I Still on the Air Black Adam spoiler review. Hey, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new Am I Still on the Air? That's right. It is a spoiler review. It is that time once again. So we have assembled the League of Heroes to come back and talk a little Black and the Dumb. Teth Adam, Black Adam, whatever his name may be, the man in black. We are here to talk about Black Adam and all of its spoiler-filled glory. And as always, I'm joined by, as you can see right here, over here, I got Friggins. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. I'm so excited to talk about this one. There we go. And right below me, we got the peeps. What's up, peeps? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Also excited (laughs) to talk about this one. I, I love that we don't talk too much about this stuff ahead of time so that when this this comes this am i still on the air happens we i don't know i really don't know what to expect from you guys friggin seems a little too excited for what i'm (laughs) expecting he's gonna say and uh so yeah we'll we'll see where this is where this goes but as always my man thank you for for having me Yes, of course. You know what we got to do. We last were here in July for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, So it's been a hot minute since we've come back together. Uh, But we've been waiting for the right film. And uh, and we are back now because we have the right film. And that is Black Adam. And you know we love to do it with comic book films. This is the latest entry in the DCEU. uh, A franchise that is definitely had its ups and its downs. It's its struggles. It's... uh, a lot of things going on the DCU at all times, so it's definitely always keeping us on our toes. Uh, but this is a project here that has been a long time coming. Uh, the, the Rock, I think, officially was announced by DC to be Black Adam in like 2015, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so long. I mean, ago. it was a long time when he came out on I think Comic Con or some you know con and was like i'm gonna be black adam and uh yeah and then nothing happened for many 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 years um and it's funny because i actually saw an interview with Dwayne the rock johnson back 
in, I believe, like 2002. He was doing press for Southland Tales. This is a little movie he did oh, way back in the man. day that like that. nobody saw. Oh, yeah, it's rough. And, uh, it's rough. I don't know. It, it's rough, but it has its moments. It has. Its I moments. disagree. It has its moments at times. Uh, it's definitely ahead of its time. <laughs> but um, during the press, I, I saw a clip somebody had put up from the press junket for that movie, and it comes up like, hey, like, weren't you talking about doing like a Shazam movie? And he's like, I actually really want to do Black Adam. He's like, that's my guy. I want to do that movie. We're working on it. We're in the process of trying to make it happen. What's <laughs> like... 2000s so just to show you how long this motor has been running it's nuts dude but then yeah and then of course officially cast many many years ago kind of nothing happened for many years and then finally putting this thing together as the rock says finally um putting it together and getting this film out this past weekend i was like something i didn't know if we'd ever get to it like the rock rock is one of those dudes it's like I don't care who he's going to portray. They could say he's going to portray Tiny Buff Tim if that's a character that exists in DC. I would be excited for that. So, yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I, I, I didn't even really know. I don't really know much about Black Adam like before that announcement. And I think uh, there was something around that time. Maybe it was like the Injustice video game. I don't know. Uh, but yes. then it actually got yes. me really interested in Black Adam. I'm like, okay, this guy... I, I like this character. I will say, I'm not going to say, I haven't, we haven't gotten to negatives yet. I, I definitely miss the elf ears. I'm going to just say that. Uh, of course you do. Miss <laughs> the widow speak too? Of course you do. Yeah. The yeah. elf ears. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, you know, yeah, the background of this character, because a lot of people don't know much about this character. And then, you know, obviously, when people ask what the hell is Black Adam, my response is typically he's the bad guy Shazam. Right, he's been yeah. kind of like the explanation, right? He's the bag, he's the guy in black with the lightning bolt on his chest compared to Shazam with the with the red suit and the lightning bolt. I mean, he's the opposite. And in the Shazam movie, when he first meets the wizard, they kind of show, like, you know, hey, there was this one before you, and it, it talks about this story very loosely. Uh, about how there was a former champion and then he abused the power and they had to lock him away and that was what we got here with black adam so kind of teased up uh an interesting move by dc to kind of go the solo film route because of course once they made shazam the original plan was to put the rock in that movie because that was when they casted him and then they were doing the shazam movie and it was going to be shazam and black adam in that first film and then they decided to pivot you know, The Rock was like, yo, Black Adam should have his own introduction movie, and then we'll bring them together kind of down the road, and we'll, you know, piece it. So that's what they ended up doing. Of course, we have Shazam 2 coming out in a couple months, Fury of the Gods. We'll see if there's anything there that links these two together. Uh, that's what's going to be curious to kind of see if there's anything at all. I don't think there's going to be, but Post-credits. it'd be nice. Yeah. I hope post-credits he pops up and, and, and we get something. I mean, there needs to be a tease, because you know, we'll talk about the end of we'll this film, but you know, there there yeah. should have been, you know, the post credits technically should have been something with Shazam, uh, you know, especially since you know there's no one on this planet that could stop me. How about the guy that wears the same symbol on his chest and has the same powers? We're but I guess that's not weird. <laughs> so you know, there's we'll, another. There is another. 
So we'll get to that, of course. But, um, you know, as we move along here, just like to remind everybody, spoilers. So as always, this is a spoiler review. Uh, if you want non-spoiler, you know, listen to my regular show uh, and kind of, you know, check out other stuff. But if you haven't seen the movie yet, bookmark this, come back when you get a chance and then check out the spoiler review. So uh, as we typically do, we like to break this thing down into segments. Uh, we talk about kind of what we didn't like, what we did like. Uh, we talk about, we'll talk about the mid credit scene. We'll talk a little bit about box office. We'll talk about our updated DCEU rankings. And of course, I want to talk a little bit about the future of the DCEU and kind of gauge your guys' you know, thoughts on the next couple years here. So uh, as always, we'll start with overall thoughts so with before we get into spoilers as we like to do this is kind of going back to opening night we all saw it on that thursday preview night and um you know going in where was the expectation coming out where was it at and kind of what was our over thoughts kind of overall thoughts leaving the theater so uh friggins take it away man what you got all right well you know the, black adam has not been a character that i've uh, particularly cared for for a long period of time. Like he is more within the last 20 years is really where I started to gain any kind of interest. There was a really cool animated DC film that came out. Uh, let me back that up. It was a short, um, the, the animated films yeah. would have these like little shorts and they had like Superman and Shazam fighting black Adam. And I thought, Oh man, that dude looks powerful. Um, and then after that, I kind of dug into the comics a little bit, but not, not too much. He's not been one of my favorites. So as far as a comic book, like interest, that was not very high on my radar when they announced that it was going to be the rock playing black Adam. I did, however, say that kind of makes sense. <laughs> uh, he does seem to have that kind of vibe. And um, of course it's the rock. So you're going to want to go watch the rock movie. I mean, pretty much anything he pumps out, people are going to want to see. So uh, regardless of how good or it is or not, uh, he is a fun time. He's got so much charisma and he's just really cool to, to see on the screen. So Hearing that news, I was very excited. I thought he would be a good foil for Shazam, obviously, or Superman. And then here we are, you know, so many years later before we finally get to see it. So um, I think I it, it, it seems like maybe the best way to describe it is like a roller coaster, right? Like, oh, really cool, exciting news, and then it's gone. And like, oh, okay, here it comes again. Oh, how long is it going to be before this movie comes out? So I felt like that kind of roller coaster, but. Um, after seeing the first trailer, I got really excited. I thought it looked good. Um, and then peeps, oh my God, I can't wait to you to talk about your, like, you know, your Comic-Con stuff. I, uh, I did hear you, um, at Comic-Con afterwards telling me about it. I did hear you on your show talking about it. I heard you on Don's show talking about it. <laughs> and so like hearing that kind of got that excitement going up too. And, um, you know, and, and I was like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe this is going to be it. You know, I'm finally getting that rated r almost uh you know violent uh action packed superhero anti-hero whatever you want to call him that i wanted to get and uh that's how i went in walking into the theater unfortunately i feel like i set that bar a little too high because <laughs> when i came out of the theater i was just kind of like okay <laughs> and that was pretty much sum up my my like afterwards just okay <laughs> So peeps, uh, that, that's how friggins uh, sums up pretty much most of his DC <laughs> experiences, I believe. You I know, feel like it, that we we've been down this road before, Fred. And <laughs> it, it's it's starting to like blur into like Marvel too. I mean, when we did Thor, it was kind of the same thing. Um, 
but you know, I just get so amped up when they're like, we're, we're taking it to the next level. This is like the, the most villainous superhero you've ever seen. And he's not going to pull any punches and, you know, we'll get into some of the things that give me those concerns. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, that, that was kind of my roller coaster experience to, to get me in the seat. <laughs> All right. Peeps, what you got? It's interesting, Friggins. And like you said, we'll, we'll yeah. get into it, but he is the most villainous superhero that we've ever seen. And there's a lot of bang that they give us. So I don't know. I'm curious to, to once we, to, to hear you once we dive more into it. But, um, I, but, I, I I do understand what Friggins is saying. Um, my Comic-Con experience, when I first heard of Black Adam, obviously The Rock is going to be in something superhero-related. Let's do it. Black Adam, have no idea who this guy is. But The Rock's going to... You know, he's going to turn it out and make it amazing. And then as the years have gone on, Friggins mentioned the cartoon, the animated... Se- that... Uh, um, the... the, the like, video Short game film. oh injustice yeah 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 like uh, the mm-hmm. different area media even black adam had his own little they had this uh i can't remember this l- little dc series of villains uh, here and there and then like black adam had his own little little piece in there so yeah like okay i got kind of excited for it and as time went on and marvel kept kicking out awesome movie after awesome movie and dc started whipping out like not really stinker, but just like okay, okay, okay. Wonder Woman, okay. The Batman, you know. So, and I, I honestly lost faith in the uh, like the production of it. But my Comic Con experience, as those of you that have listened to me at all in this past year, completely changed my mind. I was super stoked. And super excited for everything that this movie had to offer. And listening to, as they called him at, at Comic-Con, uh, DJ. Um, oh. Uh, listen, yeah, the, listening to DJ talk up <laughs> there. I was like, who's DJ? <laughs> he was so ex- he's just He sounded so excited about this. And I, I had to think, like, is this like those things, you know, passion project? You know, <laughs> I've always wanted to play this. But he literally said something in that panel that I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned, but he said he wanted they wanted to add all of the good things, uh things that people get excited for in the comic book movies, that what's been successful, added add all of that into this film, which I feel like they did, but that kind of did it a bit of a disservice, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. So all in all. Comic-Con, all that no- nonsense got me super excited for it. When I was in there and watching it, um, these moments were happening in front of me, but I don't know, Friggins, you, you could probably agree with me, but I think there was something wrong with the speakers at our movie theater because <laughs> there are these moments that I feel like were supposed to hit a lot harder than the sound was actually giving me, and it it messed it up, it messed up that, that experience for me. Um, and when she I left the theater, I, I I was I was with Friggins. I was very much. I agree. I know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I was very much like you know, it was it was good. 
I enjoyed it. I, I'm not blown away. I'm like, uh, I'm not, oh my gosh, I want to go buy a Black Adam shirt and run down targets, blasting people with my laser fingers. Like, it wasn't like, I wasn't excited about it. I just, I enjoyed it. And I think the more I kind of sat and just been, you know, we'll, we'll get into the the later feelings of peeps in a bit. But uh, when I got out, when I left the theater, I was like, all right, it was a good movie. It's a good movie. So I was, I was angry about the trailer. Trailer spoiled the movie for me. As they always do. So you gotta as go my all route. the DC movies do. Don't watch trailers, guys. Don't watch trailers. I'm telling you right now. That Disagree. Ant-Man trailer dropped today, and I was like, nope, not going to do it. Ant-Man <laughs> trailer don't show shit. <laughs> oh, you haven't watched it, Friggins? Negative. Uh-uh. Oh, no, I guess you're not going to be listening. <laughs> you're not going to be listening to the People's Forum, then, I guess. Uh, I'm probably still listening. <laughs> Uh, I disagree with you. I don't think the trailer spoiled it. In fact, I think the trailer kind of took things down a totally different direction. They definitely swindled kind of what the story was. So I liked that they kind of shifted it on everybody to kind of switch it up with what the actual story was. Hmm. Um, so you can talk about what you think it spoiled, but I don't yeah. think it spoiled shit. <laughs> so, all right, all, right. Um, all right. So overall thoughts, um, you know, this was a movie like we've talked about, been a long time in the running. Um, what I was really stoked about this movie, and Peeps kind of touched on it, is the passion project aspect, right? Like, this is a character that it's not just The Rock being like, you know, hey, they asked me to be this character, and I signed on. You know, like, this is a character he went to Warner Brothers and said, I want to do this. Like, I want to do this. I want to be involved in this. He's a producer yeah. on Shazam. You know, his company is behind Shazam, and he got that all going, you know? So it's interesting that he finds, you know, that's something he wants to be. Because this is a guy that can sign on to probably any superhero character he wants to be. And he's he chose to be like Black Adam, right? Growing up, he was a fan. This was a guy he really enjoyed. Um, for him, it was personal. It was a, a brown superhero that really connected with him that he didn't see on screen with anybody else. Uh, it would, there was there was a deeper connection there for it, and he liked how powerful he was because growing up, Superman was his favorite character, and he was like, I wanted somebody that was that powerful but that I could relate with, and it was Black Adam, right? And especially the anti-hero kind of vibe of it. So, And that, of course, is where the movie leans into, right? Like, I'm not a hero. I kill people, um, but... I still try to do the right thing, <laughs> you know, kind of. So uh, it's a good balance, and and yeah. I and I like that. So I was super, super excited, obviously. Um, and I'm a fan of, of DC. I'm a fan of DC as a whole. I've enjoyed the whole DCEU, regardless of how everything has gone over the years. Um, it's Are you just, a fan of The Rock? That's, that's, yeah, I was oh, waiting. you know that. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to get there, but yeah, you know, always been a fan of my good old buddy, DJ. Um, who uh, grew up watching, you know, like obviously I'm a big wrestling fan, um, you know, been with The Rock since the mid-90s when he debuted as Rocky Maivia in the WWE, yep. um, you know, and kind of has been on this journey with him as he slowly transitioned into being an actor. And he was only in WWE for six years, and he's been active wow. now for over 25. So, I mean, he's more of an actor than he is a former pro wrestler at this point. Yeah. So. Um, you know, it's really, really cool to see what, what's transpired. And obviously he's the biggest star in the world, honestly, at this point, um, television shows, you know, movies, you know, the guy does everything. He's got tequila, he's got energy drinks. Like this guy does not sleep. He just churns money. And And um, it's crazy. Like somebody like that on that level, 
you think would just be like this total prima donna, but he just seems like mm-hmm. that that really cool dude that you could just yes. talk to, and and he's just like, yeah, man, and you know, he's busy, he's got someplace to go, but he'll give you like a minute, you know, the kind of humor yes. you. And I love his work oh. ethic where he's like, I'm going to put in to make this work. Like, and you better yeah. put in to make it work too. Like he expects what he, you know, that level that he's pumping out mm-hmm. there. And you gotta, you gotta respect that so much. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, you've never heard anybody in Hollywood say a bad thing about the guy. I mean, everybody, well, yeah, like he's a true person. guy. <laughs> what, you? <laughs> no, no. I was thinking more of Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, you're Vin Diesel. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and, and that's that's the rock calling him out on his work ethic yeah, that's like you the said other he way wants around. everybody yeah. to match him yeah. yeah so you know vin diesel's being the jabroni not the rock so, <laughs> can you um, define yeah. jabroni yeah. with oh, sorry never mind <laughs> jabroni loser <laughs> okay fair enough um yeah so yeah i mean the dude is like yeah i mean he's just the nicest guy in hollywood he makes time for everybody that he can um and it just that's why he is like the most beloved star in the world <laughs> like right now and and people gravitate to him because of his charisma and what he brings to the screen right um so yeah so super high expectations love the trailer movie was supposed to come out back in july and then they shifted everything again on us which yeah. then pushed it back to october yeah. um because october was actually when the flash was supposed to come out and then they bumped that to next year and everything kind of shifted so they've moved um black adam to october and again we were like man we ever going to get this damn movie yeah (laughs) but we did finally get it um and so yeah so going in very excited had the preview night went in imax loved it um just you know really kind of gave me what i wanted right like i wanted to see the rock kick ass i wanted to see heavy action um and really that's that's the main thing and that's what i got out of it so walking out we were really excited Mm -hmm. about it you know geeky pat went with me um, we were in, all just clapping and, and hollering at the end, especially with different things happen. Um, and, uh, you know, just the, the crowd was really hot and really good for it. And, um, uh, we just had a good buzz after leaving and just talking about all the really cool shit that had just gone down. So overall thoughts, just really excited, really happy. Couldn't wait to go see it again. I did go see it again a second time over the weekend, um, with the fam, and um and it was a it was really good second viewing too you know i wish i would have saw it in imax or prime the second time because to me it's just so downgraded when you watch on a regular screen i'm just like it's always darker and just like i'm like man i missed that big vibrant screen um but the nice thing about it was my daughter was very lukewarm on going to see it she wasn't big on the trailer she felt like uh it doesn't you know i don't know how i feel about this one again a character she knows nothing about um but was like hey let's go and then afterwards her being like that was a lot better than i thought it was going to be and she was super oh, stoked cool. and and really ended up liking it so yeah so and she's going to be black like, adam yes. for halloween <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year okay so so we'll see so uh, but but yeah real real great overall thoughts so yeah. um all right so getting out of that and then moving into as we like to do we like to get the negative out the way and uh so we always start with what didn't we like um and I will actually kick this one off just because I have very little to say, and I feel like the rest of you will go off on stuff. So I'm gonna, what? I'm gonna what? get mine out the way. Especially you said, I'm picky. He said he's what? been marinating on it for a couple of days, which just makes it even worse. So uh, I feel like I need to record these like right after the theater when he's in a better mood and has yeah. time to think about it because he overthinks all the movies, and then two days later we go from liking it to like me. <laughs> so. 
Um, so what didn't we like? Now, and this one was hard because I was thinking about this over the weekend, and and there's little nitpicks, right? Like we talked about, like why no Shazam, why no mention of Shazam, right? Like you know, oh, I'm the most powerful being in the world, but we don't contact Shazam, <laughs> uh, but no one even knows about him, right? So we don't even mention that the JSA love the JSA in this, and this will be a part of my positives. But the negative aspect of it is, is where the fuck is the JSA been, right? Like, I mean, like we're trying to set up that they've been these like world protectors for all these years. Well, Injustice League wasn't Batman struggling to even find other metahumans to be a part of the team while Hawkman has been around and Dr. Fate's been around and, you know, and Amanda, you know, Waller has known about them and. It's just kind of like that's the problem sometimes with obviously movies down the road after yes. other things have come out is uh, we we find the connections that we're like, well, if that happened, then what about that? And so that kind of was a piece of it that was kind of a head scratcher to me was kind of just, you know, where has the JSA been, um, you know, and why, you know, why didn't we not at least didn't even mention that there was this other team, right? I like the idea that the JSA is kind of international, right? Like they handle the international stuff. That's why they they went to conduct, right? And the Justice League is America. <laughs> so you have kind of like your home base team, even though it's the Justice Society of America, but they never said America. So it's just society. Sure. And uh, so that, and the way that they explained in the movie was that they handle the international, you know, safety of everybody kind of thing. So, um, so a little nitpick there. My biggest gripe with this film um, was probably the little kid, the little boy. Um, he drove me nuts, especially because I just wanted him to get off the fucking skateboard. It was <laughs> driving me so crazy that everything he did in this movie, he was on the goddamn skateboard. And I was just like, stop it, dude. Like, even like when he was trying to escape the building, he's like scooting down the, the aisle on the skateboard. Yes. And then, like, Fred said the same up. thing. <laughs> dude, I was like, get off the fucking skateboard. Like, maybe and if then, he did uh, some cool thing down the stairs, I, I would understand. But I, I'm the only you. cool thing he did was put it on the line and then kind of zip line down it. Um, but like, <laughs> that was the only thing. Um, but, uh, but it was just constant. It was just always like, I'm back on my skateboard and I'm on my skateboard. And, and then even at the end, right, he rallies the whole troops up. Come on, conduct. Like, we need you to rise up. And then, like, everybody's fighting the little demon skeleton guys. And then he's Rolling like, in. come. And then he just comes skateboarding out, right? <laughs> and then everybody's like, out behind him. And it was just the slow-mo shot of him on his little skateboard, his little fake cape, you know, just kind of cruising in slow motion. And uh, it was just, it was annoying. Like, at first, I didn't mind the kid. I felt like he was a super cheap parody of Freddy from Shazam, right? Because he was that little kid. Basically, he had the room. He was the big comic book fan. He had the bedroom with all the comic book stuff. He was the one that was like, oh, let me check out your power set. You can fly and you can deflect bullets. And it's exactly what happened with Freddy and Shazam. I was like, dude, we're just straight copying this shit now. So it's like, so I can't wait for those two to meet. (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah you know so so he just he drove me nuts um but i mean honestly other than that i don't really have much gripe uh over this oh oh my other big nitpick was fucking pierce brosnan taking the helmet off every two seconds um i loved dr fate in this movie but i swear he would do like one magical thing and he'd be like hey what's up what's going on and then oh i need to go do this whoosh whoosh 
hey, so hey guys, what are we doing? And I'm just like, <laughs> why does he keep taking the helmet off? I don't, I hate, it's just like, that was my beef with the Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire. It was like, he always took the damn mask off. And I'm like, there's, you're Spider-Man, dude, keep your mask on. I know no way Hollywood we would has know this thing of like, yeah. yeah, it's like, I know Hollywood has this weird concept of like, we gotta show the movie star. But it's like, dude, like you don't though. Like he wasn't fighting his fate super often in the movie that we couldn't have gone more than two seconds, right? Like he yeah. takes it off even fighting Sabak at the end. And I'm like, why? Right, why? Reason, you know, yeah. just so we could see his face when he died. And he, you know, like, well, it's and just then like, they make it dude. worse because they added the Tony Stark internal vision of his face. Like you could have yeah. been doing that the whole time instead of having him take right. the helmet instead off. of him take it off. Yeah. yeah, so that was a big nitpick of mine because I was just like, every time he took it off, I just sighed like, oh, dude, again, because he was so cool with the helmet and I liked the voice that he had and I liked that they altered that and he had the actual like Dr. Fate, you know, mannerisms and voice and, but then he just, you know, he came through the face through the wall and he immediately takes it off and I'm just like, God damn it, stop taking the mask off. No. Um, But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got. It really, those were the standouts to me. Everything else I think I had a lot of fun with and maybe I'll piggyback off something else you guys bring up but those are the big standouts to me uh overall like i said i really enjoyed 95 percent of this movie so um wow. so those were the big things for me so i'm gonna actually pivot and send it over to peeps because i feel like you're gonna go off here for a sec so i'm gonna let you <laughs> do your thing and uh yeah what do you think all right don't please don't leave some please don't like leave in the middle of it like yeah, no i'm just gonna get some popcorn out. and kick back and relax okay. and watch you <laughs> No, no, no. Um, all right. Uh, as I mentioned, I feel the trailer spoiled the movie. Um, in a way where the movie wants to make you think that Black Adam is the kid from the very beginning of the movie, the 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 Viva la Revolution kid. And you know, that's not the case because in the trailer he says, Yeah, they took my child, and that's it. And, and so it's like, okay, so that's not him and he's acting funny and he's like very cryptic about i'm not a hero that's not actually what happened you know like okay can we just get there i know that's not you and then it just takes so long until that's not you is it that's your son yeah i don't know whatever spoiler yes they talk they go to capture him is like we have uh just make sure that you have some place that we can put him once we capture him. Oh, we got a place for him, all right. And we saw in the trailer where he was like in the thing of water and it's filling up and he's his handcuffs on him. So it's like, okay, so we're going to get there. When are we going to get there? You know, that's what I mean about spoiler. Like, there are pieces of the movie that I know that are going to happen because they kind of focus on it in the trailer. So, and they make it very prevalent in the movie. Um, you know, the whole Didn't crown it look like in the trailer though that scene where he's in the tube and everything that that is like that they're pulling Ow. him out of yeah. like cryostasis right like we need to go get him because you could see he's smaller when he's mm -hmm. in the tube right so like so the trailer sets it up like we need black adam right like we need to go get this guy yes. like maybe like it's it's like we start off earlier in the movie then the threat comes and they're like there's only one guy that could stop stop him it's black adam and we have him frozen over here on ice yeah. we need to bring him back kind of a thing yeah. so that was the way the trailer presented it so mm -hmm. I don't yeah know, it's i hard agree to say like spoiler because I mean, yeah, I just knew it was coming, team, but I it, just knew it presented I, in a different way. 
I was hoping it was going to do what you had said and just kind of mislead us a little bit. It's like, oh, it showed us that, but that's not actually what happened in the movie. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for, but no, everything that they showed. This is happen. the benefit of not watching the second trailer was I didn't see that scene, so I wasn't expecting anything. <laughs> yeah, and even the whole thing with the uh, with the drone trailer. talking to Black Adam saying like, yeah, we got our eye on you, and, and it's like, okay, that hasn't happened yet. That must be you know, it's credits now. That hasn't happened. That that must be what what's going to happen at the end of the movie. So I don't. That's what I mean for trail for spoilers. So all right, done with that. Um, I always like a good villain in my movies, and this is a difficult one, right? Because our villain is also our hero. Is that what we're doing? No, not really. There is an actual villain in this movie. Somebody that you know we all needed. You know, we're it, it's the Batman v Superman thing that they've been doing forever the dom versus uh you know the rock or you know the optimus prime versus bumblebee they always make it look like these two sides are fighting but there's actually a greater evil way over there i know i get it that's what's going to happen i just would have liked the villain to be a little i don't know maybe intimidating maybe i i more personality i don't know like i like the way he looks his design was great and even though he was just a cgi monster it they did pretty well well with him he definitely seemed very intimidating straight out the comic yeah well i i, I don't know about it um yeah it looked cool but i don't know i just would have liked a little bit more from my my main villain and even like in terms of story plot like they didn't spoil this in the trailer, and you know one reason why Friggins doesn't like sit next to me in the movies. You know the <laughs> they show a guy, and I'm like, that's the bad guy. That's him right there. <laughs> that that's going to be the main bad guy. And uh, he, you know, the thing falls on him. He's not dead. Uh, ain't no way he did right now. Yeah, watch, watch. Dude, that, well, that was easy to see. My daughter predicted that. <laughs> she was like, he's bad. The second he popped on screen, I was like, you're good. <laughs> he's the guy that played Jafar. Of course he's going to be the bad guy. <laughs> he's yeah, all, exactly. He only gets cast exactly. as the bad guy. Typecast. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, all right. Cool, cool. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I just would have liked a better, a better villain overall. Um, this movie... Something I, um, how do I explain this? Each Guardians of the Galaxy, it has a theme, a feel. Whenever we go into a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, we get that same kind of feeling. Um, when we go like like Black Panther, um, uh, freaking Wonder Woman, like the movie, they has its own feel to the movie that makes it feel unique than aquaman or any other movie it, it, it's kind of it, its own theme whatever this movie i feel was lacking that it didn't feel like it felt like a bunch of movies it was like you know quicksilver from x-men and there was also a little bit of dr strange and i guess falcon <laughs> left the winter soldier and hung out with you know hung out there a little bit you know and there's a little bit of ant-man in there and i guess storm was there too hanging out and all these characters and then and then again is this like a shazam like a like a kid and his genie and the genie is going to do whatever the kid says kind of movie no not really he's kind of off doing his own thing unless the kid's in trouble then he's like it was just all over the place and that uh, it kind of bothered me it was a whole bunch of movies kind of mushed into one 
But you um, even mentioned earlier that he was saying he was trying to give you the best of all the different comic book movies that we're trying to give you kind of a hodgepodge. Like, you know, here's all the things that, that you all love from all these other movies. So we're going to kind of give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, but like, what about what about something, you know, something old, something borrowed and something new? Like, give you something <laughs> yeah. new. I don't know. It, and the whole Quicksilver scene. You you, you 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 shouldn't put that in the beginning of the movie because you got peeps over here saying, "Wait a minute! If you can just quicksilver anything at any fucking time and just oh, there's a rocket. Let me turn the rocket the other way and just wipe out an entire squadron of people. Why can't you just get one fucking kid in the arms of a guy without destroying everything? Just doom 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 doom." And then just still get the kid and move him to the <laughs> side and have the guy go like he's going to punch himself or something and pull another guy's pants down. Do that whole thing instead of just, I don't know. Anyways, um, that was weird. So, okay. <laughs> um, Scene was awesome. It was cool. Th- there were moments in the movie that I <laughs> was confused about and I questioned and then they would answer it afterwards and I feel like it was a little backwards I'm like this whole justice society is there and I'm sitting here I didn't I didn't yell at Fred but I'm like yelling at myself like why are you there like what kind of jurisdiction you have like you're not even supposed to be there they have their own problems and now you're you're trying to stop the problems that he's lying thing that's helping them I didn't say it to you. I was talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to me when I'm talking to myself. But yeah. But then they answer it later on. I'm like, why didn't they just answer that to the begin to begin with? Like, hey, he killed (laughs) a lot of people at one time. It's like, okay, he killed a lot of people that were enslaving. I mean, that's just like saying a superhero popped up and killed all the Nazis. Are we going to be afraid of that guy when he when he when he arrives? No, we're probably going to give him a high five. Like you stopped a lot of evil people, and that's all he did back then. But the Justice Society needs to stop him. Like we got to get him. We got to get him behind bars. Yeah, you and me, buddy. Hey, you you got your ass kicked like seven times, Birdman. Like you're not going to <laughs> you're not going to stick with him this time. I don't know, man. Like, and then the whole thing with him not being the son and him at like why did they wait so long to tell us that like it was some big uh, sixth sense he was a ghost the whole time kind of reveal like just open with that i don't know i don't know i don't know anywho gotta wait for the payoff you're so impatient (laughs) it said it in the trailer though (laughs) they didn't though they made in the trailer they made it seem different they they set up the whole dialogue of that that he became Black Adam after his fa- his family was murdered and he became the god. Now it had nothing to do with the kid and about the whole revolution and about the kid giving him his powers. The kid actually being the real Black Adam, like none of that was in the trailer. Like the way that it was set up was that Black Adam became it because his family was enslaved and that was kind of like he was presented the powers of the gods to get payback for that, which was different than the way it played out. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like the trailer did a good job at kind of narrating a different story than what it actually was in the movie. I'm with peeps on this one. I was just like, oh, it's not the son. It's it's the dad. 
Like, <laughs> like right off the bat, like, that's the dad. That's the dad. That's why he looked. <laughs> the dad kind of looked like the Rock. He was a little bit off screen. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But yeah, well, I noticed it a lot the second time I went to the movie. And there's a scene where he comes up and talks to the kid yeah. at the beginning, but they're kind so of the side profiling. You can yeah. tell at that point, knowing and looking at it, you're like, oh, okay, that's The Rock. Well, I already like, knew in the Sean beginning. Sean, like, hit me in the arm, and he's like, look, there he is. <laughs> at the, yeah. I'm sorry, Fred. I wasn't no, paying I attention. Was I saw it, too. Time, so. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. Um, I think that's 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 really all I have for my 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 nickety. All right, good. We're moving on. So friggin' <laughs> so well, nitpicky. So I know nitpicky. that you bring me here to share all my deep, <laughs> insightful thoughts. But honestly, you guys have covered almost everything. So I guess I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I'm I have to echo a, a lot of what Sean said. I feel uh, the same in in everything that he noted. I was right there on on par with him. Um, the the thing that got me the most was like what you said, Don. Was the the not just the kid, but like that whole like subplot. I love Sarah Shahi. I'm not. I probably didn't say that right, but yeah, I absolutely no, you said love it, her. She's awesome. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this isn't any knock on on her or anything, but like that that whole subplot, I think you could take that entirely out of the movie, and it still works. Uh, you'd have to tweak some things here or there, but ultimately, I felt like this whole like the kid is the catalyst that makes him be not that bad and kind of have this turn to do the right thing. I don't think that is needed, and I think it took away from his development. I much rather had seen him come out wipe every all these bags out and have like this old internal process of trying to come to these conclusions without having to have some sort of catalyst there to uh create that i.e the kid and i think it's, it's the too- mcguffin that's all yeah, it was exactly and it's so played out it's things we've seen a million times and th- the symbol uh the symbolism of that being you know the the mirror of his of him losing his son and his wife and so he doesn't want to, you know, lose these two people. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I thought it was just an easy way to go out of the overall story. Um, so that was one of my biggest aspects. And then you mentioned like The Rock talking about how he wanted to bring in all the aspects of comic book movies that we love. But in truth, like all it did was bring in all the stereotypes and the um, kind of cliches, maybe is a better word. Of, of all the different superheroes that we've already seen. Sean mentioned the Quicksilver scene that we saw from the X-Men, and, and it wasn't anything new or different. It was a slow-mo of moving things around while also playing some classic old-school cool songs. Right? Like the Hedgehog also did. <laughs> right, yeah. And so it's and it's been done a bunch now. It's and, a cool and trick, man. And it it's always a cool, cool ass scene. I don't care how many times we see it. It's a cool <laughs> ass scene. I, I I complain about it, but I that was probably my favorite scene of the whole movie. But my point is like so th- that's just one aspect of the things that they were stealing from all the other movies. And I know all the movies steal something from whatever, but I felt like this one was taking too many, like too many of those things and trying to mash them into a gumbo. And it only convoluted the story. I think you would have had a better story of focusing more on his villainousness. Um, I wanted, this is always the problem, right? Like we have what we think it should be like. And then we come out and we see someone else's interpretation, which is never exactly in par with what our interpretation would be. Reminds me of getting a steak. 
you know, a restaurant, you get a steak, and like, I could have cooked it better, right? Like, they don't get it just right. You cook it at home, you get it exactly how you want it. Like, you're the, the in control. Are you so, making a film, Fred? Is that is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah, yeah movie? that's the latest news I'm dropping here <laughs> first. <laughs> Sean is going to be the superhero. Don's going to be the villain. And I'm going to be the sidekick. <laughs> All right. Um, so, but no, in seriousness, though, like, again, I, I just felt like it was too much of uh, a mixture of these things that we've seen before. Um, I also wanted them to really lean more into the villain aspect. We were talking Black Adam. We're talking this dude who is a conqueror. I mean, I don't know the original history of him. But originally, he was a villain. And then when I got into him, it was probably early 2000s, and starting to read in the books at those times after the New 52 kind of came out. And, and granted, it's a little different, but like the idea there is that he conquers, he rules this area with an iron fist. Nobody people can love him in. for it, though, too, don't they? Yes and no. It's like any oppression is like there's... There's a lot of people that say, yeah, unless you're the one that's being smashed by that fist, right? Uh, and yeah, so yeah. that's what that was the story I was kind of hoping for was like him to come out and he's like, I'm doing this, I'm freeing the 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 people from this, you know, this bad group or organization. But then also I wanted to see like how that can negatively impact them. Um, so I do like that moment then he when he sat on the throne. It's like they almost were going to go that route. <laughs> right. And then, so I do like that they kind of touched on that a little bit. But see, this is what it's like. They're leaning too far onto that connection with, um, I think her name was Isis, according to INDB, Sarah Shahi, um, and, and the son. Because if they lean into that, then what does that mean? How is he going to be a villain? They're going to die, right? So if, if it mimics the same loss that he had, then that's where he comes in, be the true, or, or it becomes the true villain. Like that's that's I'm just I, I feel like it's too easy. It's it's low hanging fruit. Like be more complicated. Like ha give him some depth. Make him make these choices on his own. And I think that would um, bring it in and make it even more impactful. But nonetheless, it is. And then what they gave it him is. a kryptonite. That kind of bothered me too. I didn't mention I, that. I feel like you have to have a kryptonite. Like if you don't have a weakness, then you are just unstoppable. <laughs> um, yeah. And you know, and 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 I don't like obviously the C the CGI villain at the end was. I, I was kind of wondering where they were gonna go. Like who's gonna become the villain? I, I was, honestly, I wish it would have just been him. Like I feel like he could have took out the 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 league or whatever. But um, but I don't know. I don't know what I would have done totally differently. Um, uh, you know, with that, but there's just some of those aspects of the story. And that was really my biggest beef. I guess I'll add one more little component because I don't want to be talking about negatives all day long, but like the other thing, I, I wanted it more violent. Like they came in here saying that we were going to push the envelope just like Moon Knight. And he had the classic, I'm going to throw the guy far until he dies, which one is super effective. So I get it. And <laughs> it was funny. Sorry, it wasn't more gruesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, dude, could like just like, he killed motherfuckers. I don't I, know how I much more he wanted. I I waited for you to get up there, didn't I? <laughs> I, I there was a glimpse of a of a you know making up for it at the end when he tears the dude in half, and I was like, okay, okay, that was that's what I was. So you wanted for. some rated R because, like, like DX said, he killed yeah, exactly. a lot of dudes in that movie. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it was violent. It was violent. 
I always want a rated R movie. I want Star Wars to be rated R. I want Toy Story to be rated R. I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I'll stop there so we can move on to some good stuff. Mm -hmm. What I what I want to touch on real fast about the villain, right? Because I know that that is a subject that a lot, I see a lot of people bringing up. And I totally agree, right? It's a throwaway shit villain, right? Uh, basically trying to be like... It's the evil Shazam, right? Say our name, right? It's the demon. Say our instead of wizards, it's a, the, the demon. Say our name, yeah. Sabak, right? Now I'm like Shazam, but I can do fire instead of electricity. So I get it, but I also get why they did it, right? Like it's the first movie; it's an origin story. They just needed a throwaway villain for the right. end of this movie to have the final fight, right? You had the big fight in the middle with Black Adam and the JSA, so they already fought. So having them just fight again at the end of the movie, even if Black Adam went fully bad, it would have just been pretty much the same thing we already saw earlier in the movie. Having that moment at the end with Sabak coming and then kind of forcing, you know, Dr. Fate to go get him out the jail and be like, we need you, right? And then having him come with the fight because they were all going to get murdered without him there. Uh, and then just having somebody that he can come in, team up with them for a minute, and whoop that dude's ass, rip him in half, and now we've saved the day, right? So it doesn't bother me, because yes, it is a shitty throwaway villain, but it didn't bother me at all, because it just fit the narrative of this film to just have something like that, just to kind of have that third act, and kind of have that team up, right? Because I wanted to see him fight with the JSA, after we've already seen him fight against them earlier in the movie, so I don't, I don't think The Rock in this character is going to stay this kind of anti-hero i think this is a setup it's a first movie most of the general public doesn't know who this guy is so you can't come out the gate with him being a full-blown bad guy just killing everybody because then what is there to really like right like we might think it's cool but for the general audience they're like what the fuck i went to go watch this new rock movie and he just killed everybody and it was that and it was over like so you set it up you set up who he is you show how powerful he is and then you set up the tone that we get at the end in the post credits, right? When we won't touch, like, just more of the Amanda Waller part, right? Like, okay, cool, you escaped my prison, so now conduct's your prison, you know? And if you step out of line there, we're going to have a problem. And then, of course, he's going to be like, well, fuck you, no one's going to tell me where to stay. And that just increases where they can kind of go from there. And then you yeah. can set up, you know, Shazam, Superman, Justice League, everybody going against Black Adam as your big bad in a future movie, right? Like you could have a justice league movie where they're fighting black Adam. So I mean, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I think this was just, you know, the rocks been tweeting for years, the hierarchy of powers about to change, right? Like all this stuff, this was an introduction. And I don't think you could have gone full blown bad guy with him in this movie. Like you had to set it up this way, get audiences, know who he is. And then you pivot kind of going forward. So well, yeah, because that's why when, I didn't when mind. He does go villain. I'm pretty sure it's going to be something tragic that happens and you're going to feel for him and you're going to hopefully like though yeah you're yeah. kind of extreme I kind of get it like over after what you've been through I get why you are now snapping necks left and right I'm telling you right now it's yeah. going to be that because he's all rage fuel, die. right exactly <laughs> he's going to end up she's going to end up his queen and then you know and then she's going to end up getting killed on accident in a battle it's going to be you on know. fire just rolling. <laughs> skateboard's just going to go rolling down the street <laughs> and oh, 
you know i know like i just, said and then we're off to the races i, I know yeah. i said i was done but i i'm just gonna throw this out we don't even have to talk about it but i hated the escape scene i thought that was the dumbest thing i was like oh but okay anyway. oh the rock escaping yeah because the rock is the always task like next site yeah yeah he's always unstoppable he's always this tough dude you can always get out of anything and it was nice to have a film where it made sense why he could do that because he was this powerful being. But then when he was the normal guy, he was just back to being the rock again. <laughs> oh, he was still just well, the yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah, he was normal and the guards all had guns. And so exactly. Hand to hand fighting them. Yeah, so and then the, that thing was me. hella deep too. That was hella yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. In frozen water. <laughs> somehow he's like it's an ice bath. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. He, I just, yeah, I wish he would have just ripped off the thing down there, said Shazam, became well, like right her asses so real better. quick, shot up through the water, right? So you, you know, but then you would have the nice flashback, you know, oh, I'm back with my family. It's not your time, Dad. But you could have done that while you he have was. that while he's <laughs> in there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. True, true. You have that while he's dreaming. Yeah. Um, anyway. Speaking of injustice, that made me think of that when Doctor Fate did his little whoosh, whoosh, whoosh thing on the. uh jail cell that he was in like that was straight out the video game when you do his little like special move it was pretty oh. cool i thought oh. that was awesome because yeah nice I, I love the injustice uh game that yeah, that game's so awesome. cool because that's where a lot of the black adam stuff came from me too was <laughs> that video game and dr fate with some cool stuff all right so we pivot now to hopefully some good stuff as uh to what we loved right like what were some of the standout moments what did we like kind of coming out of it the things that kind of stuck with us um and uh you know for me a lot of it's the action right like i think this movie has some bad ass action uh the the fight scene between him and the jsa when they first show up that's ultimate like that's my top of this movie right like when he's got the two guys in the air and the plane comes up and then he's just like and like just <laughs> him and hawkman just jumps out the plane catches him but then the fight goes on and it goes on for like 10 15 minutes dude it, it's long a long battle you know as he takes on each member and just i just i loved it man i loved i even loved a lot of the humor that they had because it did have a lot more quips and comedy in it than i thought this movie would have right i thought this movie was going to be pretty just straightforward i didn't think it was going to have really much humor at all and I thought he had way more humor, especially once he was, you know, like coming up with the catchphrase and, and the whole back and forth with Dr. Fate about sarcasm and stuff like that. Like I liked a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, Hawkman, I thought was badass. The JSA as a whole was badass. I really enjoyed all four of them. Dr. Fate was amazing. Um, Pierce Brosnan dude killed it. I mean, I was so excited when he got cast in this role and he just, he was dr fate man he was awesome he looked awesome and you know and i know a lot of people keep like peeps did it earlier the comparisons with dr strange and and falcon and all this stuff dude these characters are around longer than them so you know if anybody's copying anybody it's a little bit the other way around the magic even but, had uh, that mirror like effect like they they could have done but that's what he else. does son <laughs> okay and, you know but, but know. one of the big things he does is the duplication like dr strange will do that shit like he he constantly did the duplication of <laughs> <laughs> Thanos, like he all the Doctor Strange's whip him. Uh, yeah, okay, like, right. uh, that was one time. It was Dr. one Fate time. Yeah, Doctor Fate doesn't work. Anyways, um, I just I just think a lot the whole action scene going against Black Adam I thought was badass. Um, like I said, really love the humor. Um, 
And uh, just visually, I just thought visually the movie looked amazing. I thought the flying stuff looked better than anything we probably have ever seen. Like it just him hovering all the time was like really cool, right? Like it was, was just cool. such a power move of that he never went down to the ground, right? Like he was always just, yeah. and then that one scene he bust out through the wall and he's just floating through the city. Like just literally in a stand-up position, right? And like, like and bison, and just, yeah, just yeah, yeah, just just that dominating, just I'm just you know floating like all the time, um, you know, which made it even bigger. Like when before he says Shazam and kind of gives up because he hurt the kid on accident, and then he comes down and you they make a moment of his feet touching the ground and him kind of being like, all right, like I'm gonna do what you want me to do. You can lock me away, kind of don't let me say the word again. Um, but What's you know, even the rescue that? scene. It was that like seeing him floating around when I first was seeing noticing it, I was like, why is he always floating around? That's weird. And then I thought about it yeah. more and I was like, wait, no, that's not weird. That's awesome. Like if I could fly, yeah. why would you walk? <laughs> right? Why are you, you know? walking anywhere? Yeah. Exactly. Like even when he leaves the apartment, he's going down the middle of the staircase, just slowly yeah. Yeah, just floating down. Yeah. Right. As the kids going down the stairs talking to him. Like it was just little moments like that. Um, I really like the scene when they do finally team up and they're going after um they're going to find uh the kid after he's been kidnapped and you know that i i really like that slow-mo scene of just you know him shooting the kid and then him kind of deflecting it and hawkman kind of covering her up with his wings uh and just kind of how everybody kind of deflected and kind of was doing their thing to protect each other you know fate grabs the kid and kind of does the crystals around him so like just just a lot of visuals really stood out to me um and like i said a lot of the humor parts because you go back to him throw, not throwing the first guy but throwing the second guy after the motorcycle chase yeah and then fate shows up and he's like let me talk to the guy i can break his mind and he's like uh and he's like oh you killed him didn't you and then the guy just goes <laughs> like in the distance and he's like yeah yeah he didn't make it <laughs> and they're just like you know just the little moments like that of the of the levity you know and it's just like you know sarcasm and like no, that's just straight up lying. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't get it, you know. Um, you know, the, the the man in black stuff, like so, uh, and obviously ripping Sabak in half. I was not <laughs> that at the yeah, end. Really. Every time he grabbed him by the horns, I kept thinking, like, is he gonna like rip his horns like out? Like Hellboy his horns apart? or something? Yeah, because yeah. because even when they're all attacking him on the throne, he's still like pulling back on the horns. And I was and then when he they're like, control it, you can control it, and he shoots up in the air and just rips them in half. So I just, again, visually looks outstanding. Um, obviously, we'll get to the mid credit scene, a whole nother big love moment. Um, so we'll save that. But yeah, for me, it's just a lot of the, the all the action stuff. I think the pacing's really good in this movie. It starts off a little slow as we're kind of getting through the story to kind of get things going. But once she says Shazam and unlocks him and he comes, right, and the first attack happens with the guards, we're just off to the races at that point. And this movie really doesn't slow down at all for the rest of its runtime, which I, that's another reason why I loved it so much that I did because I just, for me, it's about the pacing. It's about the action. It's about just kind of having that fun time that just kind of keeps going and doesn't lull at all. And this movie doesn't lull like at all to me. So um, those are the big standout things for me, kind of just off the top of my head. Um, Peeps, what you got? I, if it's okay with the host, would like to hand this off to Friggins so that he can have his his three cents and then I can take whatever's left over. <laughs> Get the scraps. Yes. Well, all right. Um, I mean, if that's cool with Don, I'm going to go ahead and point out my favorite thing of this whole film was really 
this is gonna sound funny, but like the suit designs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I know that might be a little weird to say, but like if, if you, that's you, like <laughs> it is. Yeah, if you, I, if you listen to anything that I've been on, <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, like since they started making superhero movies, my biggest thing is I want to see the heroes in their costumes and like X Men. It was cool to see them in the black leather and at first, but then I was like, nah, that was all right for the first one, but now I want some costumes. And we never really got that, right? And so now that we've progressed and and the MCU has, you know, trained us to understand and appreciate these crazy costumes in a real world settings or whatever, um, it was cool to see that we actually had these really cool looking, fairly comic accurate costumes. Uh, now, obviously, some things are a little different and a little modified, whatever, to make them look a little cooler. But um, Black Adam's costume was completely badass. Um, the Hawkman suit. Think about Hawkman. If His you wings look, looked amazing. If you look at Golden Age comics and you see pictures of Hawkman or Bronze Age, whatever age it is, and you look at that costume, and you're like, that will never be in a movie. <laughs> and then, like, they made him actually look cool. Um, so thank you, Broby, for agreeing with me that the suits look cool. Appreciate uh, anybody coming in the chat, by the way, and, and chatting along with us here as we, we've talked. Uh, but yeah, those suits just stood out to me, and by far the Doctor Fate suit. I mean, I, yeah. I, I just, I wanted, I want just the Doctor Fate movie now. <laughs> How do you um, feel about the helmet, though? You know, and in truth, the helmet has bothered me from when I first got to see a good look at it because I don't like that it's not symmetrical. I uh, the asymmetrical <laughs> aspect to it like bothered like me a little bit. It's fine. I think it's great. But as it's I awesome. watched it, I thought, okay, this is actually kind of cool. I um, bet you really liked when the eyes lit up at the end. Oh, I sure did. Like when that, that had me, I looked over at Peeps, and he's like, "Nice." You know, like, because it had um, no eyes the whole movie, and then at the end, it, it's like finally. Um, and then a long friend and, taught me this, and kind of sticking in that same vein, like along with the costumes, I felt the cast was like another complete highlight for me. You know, obviously, we point out a couple negative ones, but if you break it down, like pretty much everyone in the movie did a really good job. Um, Adam Smasher was awesome, Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fate was a perfect casting. Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone. I just, I even told people something. I was like, I could just look at her all day. Like, just keep her on the screen. Um, and I already mentioned Sarah Shahi. Slow mo swirls. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know that that was another thing I wasn't expecting was that to have these, you know, secondary characters and even third tertiary characters. Um, stand out almost more okay you can't stand out more than the rock uh but at least <laughs> capture the screen enough to stand next to the rock right <laughs> um yeah. so uh, honestly like when i think of the film that's the thing that stands out to me most is the cast the costume design uh, and of course the action it was fun you mentioned that already though um and I, I did mention my favorite scene was that that uh, red door. I want I want black red door, and I want it painted bl black door, and I want to paint it, whatever. Paint that song, yeah. <laughs> that scene was black. really cool. 
That was a cool yes. scene. Oh, the twisted mouth. Like when guy. he grabbed the grenade and he put the grenade in the guy's in his mouth, mouth and, and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But the explosion that ensued after that, I was like, whatever. Like, that doesn't make sense, but whatever. <laughs> They're good grenades. Um, but yeah, I, I would say um those are my my biggest highlights for the the whole film and and of course the after credit scene um but uh peeps i'll let you share some things as well before you go peeps i just want to say from a costume standpoint with that i really agree with that i thought was really cool was the black adam suit and the way it was kind of explained right like how it was he was black because of his rage you know, like, because you see in the flashback when he got the powers, he just had, like, the lightning bolt necklace, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and he was just kind of buff and normal. And and then when the family got killed and he shot up to the sky and he was like, ah, like, then the black kind of crystallized all over it. And it was just dingy and black the whole movie until he made peace with it. And then when he came back at the very end, he had the cape and it was a lot more of the yellow accents, the yellow boots, the yellow belt, the yellow arm guards. You know, like the lightning bolt was more yellow. Like I like that it adjusted as he kind of progressed through the movie and and just why it was black, right? Like is because of his how he was so rage filled. So I liked that there was kind of an explanation to the actual suit, which was cool. That's so funny because I <laughs> I hate to be the opposite with you all the time. Oh though, my god! Like, <laughs> I, I was I'm trying like, to agree I... with you on suits, and then you're gonna go talk shit. <laughs> you don't need to explain the suit; it just can look cool. Oh, you don't have to have an explanation for it. But okay. we got multiple looks; it made sense that it would alter. <laughs> I like I like the hooded look myself. I thought that was great. The hooded look was cool. <laughs> yeah, I did too. All yeah. right. Well, I'll go ahead and take it. Thank you, friggins. Um, I I definitely agree. You know, the 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 suits were were, were pristine. I loved uh, Hawk dude's uh, suit and his wings, and just kind of how they they flowed and and how they kind of had like a like a like a red, almost like light or yeah. glow like inside inside of them, and, yeah, they and they're always like just kind of like on the top, yeah. And they're just always kind of like out and just I don't know it was it was really dope and and just the the, the way the gold looked and and again like he had the mask on and then there'd be moments the mask is off it goes back on um at least that's how I thought it would happen anyways um yeah I I agree um but things I liked specifically you were talking about the the cast I hundred percent agree I think everybody freaking killed it um. I love Cyclone and Adam Smasher. I love those two and their little dynamic between each other and their their cutesy little flirts. I I I want to see them do their own thing, honestly. I would be I would be okay with that. Um Yeah. So yeah, I just <laughs> I I love those two characters. Um You and me on the jet. On the jet. <laughs> Um, and then you know, again, you're talking about the humor, and he's like, "Hey, be careful! I almost hit you!" And then he's <laughs> back in the Oh no! It's okay. like you know, we're gonna talk later. And he said that one like two, three times. <laughs> yeah, two th- that's what I'm saying. Me and you, me and you. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Um, well, I like to uh, on when Adam comes back at the end and shows up with Sabak, and then Hawkman looks at him and he goes. Beat his ass. Yeah, it's like you want me to not kill this guy too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He's like beat his ass. Yeah, he finally came to terms with it. Yep, yep. Um, I think the scene that hit me the hardest, and I wasn't actually expecting anything like that, was the flashback with his son. Hmm. Um, and like 
ever since I became a father, that stuff just hits so much harder in films. And when he's Amen. like, he, he is dying. His his wife and his, I think the daughter or somebody else had, had died. And the son comes in as big superhero and his father's dying. Like, like any child would do. Like my, my kids tell me all the time, like, Hey dad, you're not dying before me. I'm like, sorry to tell you this kid, but it's going to happen. But like to see that moment where that he literally sacrifices his own powers, everything that he, that he has to save his dad. It's like, wow. And it's just for that instant, for him to get shot by the arrow like that hit and it's like okay i get it burn this whole place to the ground everybody that's involved even if even the guy's family like just burn them all like i get you adam let's do it so i don't know i that scene really hit for me um man i i honestly like as much as i can nitpick about this movie it it looked very good the cgi that is um, you know, normally when you have superheroes fighting Black Panther and Killmonger, for example, two guys in suits that you would think would just be guys in suits fighting each other, but the movie turned them into like <laughs> CGI guys in suits and it really t- is whack. I don't really feel there are many moments in this movie where I it looked like a CGI guy flown in the air, like it looked like The Rock and uh whoever like hawk hawkman was like actually fighting each other and like you said the the moments where he's like kind of just floating around and spinning and and it it didn't it it all felt the movie magic worked for me in this movie yeah um yeah like you mentioned the the action the explosions uh even the those demons at the end when they're beating them up and i call them the putties like they're just they're just putties you know they're just throwaway children can beat them up <laughs> kind of villains yeah but uh those little skeleton things that they're hitting them in slow motion and just well, it, it all looked very good um so yeah kudo and this movie man this was an expensive movie and it kind of sucks that it just hasn't made all of that back and i don't know hopefully this movie gets like a, a second none of these movies make that. their budget back in one week so yeah, take some yeah. time. I gotcha. But <laughs> it's only um, been one weekend. It's not doing too bad either. So yeah, yeah, they're very happy with the results so far. Yeah. So um man, uh the 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 cameo, I can't remember his name, James Gunn's wife in real life, her kind of reprising her role um for Our like court. 30 seconds. Uh it was I was, I was like, I know her. Fred is that yes, that's her. But is that yes, that's her. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure yeah. out, and I was like, I'm trying to have a conversation, and he's just watching the movie, so whatever. But well, I was telling I you, you're right. I'm like, you're right. Okay, but, stop talking. Yeah. No, but <laughs> is that the girl? <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, what's interesting is like, so is she back on the full task force? Because that was what she was doing in Suicide Squad. She was in a peacemaker. It was right? like they just kind of yeah, they just pushed her off because she was fighting with Waller and all this stuff, and now she's back in this high tech base. So. It almost makes you wonder, kind of timeline wise, <laughs> where it might fall. Sure, if this sure. Is like if that's after Suicide Squad, and then it goes. But, um, yeah. but no, she could just be back in her good graces after uh, Peacemaker. So, yeah. And and thing that they've been that they always preach about this movie is like you know the Rock in a suit, like he's not in a padded suit. Like when you see those <laughs> those giant shoulders, like 
almost eclipsed in the back of his head. That's that's all the rock. Like there is yeah. no special effects there. That is all no him. Patty. He's literally and... wearing tights. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like like it's a, there's a lot of fun things and like the humor, the brother. I thought I thought I was going to hate him, but he was I liked him a lot. Very enjoy- <laughs> like it's not electricity or what? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I died from electricity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and that too. Like in terms of like culture, you were mentioning Don, like you know, a hero with brown skin. Like they have this this country of conduct, and those internet people that like to go out there and make a big deal out of things. Like it's a made up country with a bunch of <laughs> brown skinned individuals, and it's all even like they're like black skin, you know, black folks in in that world. So it's like. It's not a real country. Shut up. Just let people have their thing. And I don't know. I, I thought, yeah, I would have liked, though, to hear them speak in whatever native tongue they have a little bit more. Like, they're just speaking English the entire time, which I guess is okay for the audience. But I don't know. Maybe they could have had that moment where they're talking to each like in the beginning of Prey, where they're talking to each other and then some language, and then it just converts to English. I don't know. Whatever. So but, a nice um, little nod about that is that so Black Adam, he only speaks English because it's his powers are interpreting it. And if you notice in the movie when he says Shazam and goes back to his smaller self, he starts talking in their native language again. That's all oh, subtitled wow. after he takes his powers away. So because that was something that came up was that, you know, like, OK, well, if he's back from that time, they didn't speak English, you know, so how when he becomes Black Adam, does he just know English all of a sudden? So, like, it's because his powers can do that, that interpret him. But if you it's a small little thing. But when he says Shazam right before he surrenders to Hawkman, it, it's all subtitled and he's talking in their it's, native language well, again. One of the acronyms, probably the Solomon part for wisdom or something, maybe gives it to him. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. This That's is cool. cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like there are there are a lot of things that you can praise about for this movie. Honestly, like it, yeah, the cast was great. Um, villain was the only blah thing, and I guess all the the little okay here. No, we're doing positives. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> all right, <laughs> where that mili- where that whole military thing come from? I don't know, but no. All right, we're good. Inner gang. <laughs> they just I thought the kid him. was fine. Like I know you guys got beef with him. I don't have beef with. with... I just wanted him to get off the fucking skateboard. I mean, I that, thought was, that was great. That was like a comic book thing. Like no, that's like his thing. Too much, like, too much. Always on the skateboard. Way too much. Mm-hmm. Like you can just much. walk. Like you don't have to go. Yes, every exactly. time you get to a... Exactly. He would walk two steps, throw it down, push one foot, you know, on the skateboard, <laughs> then pick it up and start walking again. Yeah. It was just like, dude. <laughs> Too just walk. It's too it. much. <laughs> Plus, you should just stayed in the air conditioning vent instead of popping out like a. Dumb you guys aren't. You guys aren't borders. You don't understand. <laughs> Is that what they call it? No. For skaters, borders. I don't know. Skater boy, I'll see you later. Skater boy. boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's pivot. So you know. So that's you know what we didn't like, what we liked, kind of in between, and then of pivot. course we have one mid credit scene that pops up kind of right after the main credits happen um and there was a lot of stuff uh rumored for many 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 weeks right that you know hey this might be something cool happening rock's been really working hard 
uh rock pretty much be spoiling that shit all over every social media post he was doing <laughs> he just uh, wanted to watch him in the on theater <laughs> he did he did and I, I i mean i understand you know like he was like yo people want this shit and he kept talking about how you know i, I love to listen to the fans i want to give the fans the people you know give the people what they want and so you know i was trying to make sure we did something cool to end the movie with and uh you know so there's one thing left to do. So, yeah, so it was a really cool moment. We basically go back. He's, you know, in the, in the castle um, and the little drone comes down. Amanda Waller on the screen again. She's like, you know, hey, Black Adam, um, you know, I guess you didn't like my prison. You didn't want to stay in my prison. That's cool. But now conducts your prison. Step out of line and we're going to have a problem. You know, and he's like, well, no one on this earth can stop me. And she's like, well, I could send people that aren't from this earth. And he's like, bring them all. And he blows up the drone. And through the smoke, we see someone come down and walk out. We hear that iconic voice. And Black Adam, making a lot of people nervous. <laughs> we need to talk. Um, and it's Henry Cavill, baby, back as Superman. So um, big, big post credit scene here. This is something that the rock has said he's been trying to make happen for years <laughs> and under the old leadership at warner brothers uh they were like no like we we want to do all this other stuff with superman we're going to go these different directions we're going to do valzad and we're going to do all these different characters and and we're we're pivoting superman right so we don't want you to to, to do the henry cavill version um, which has been a problem, obviously, in the DCU, right? Like, we had the Peacemaker kind of cameo where the Justice League shows up and he's in the shadow, right? And then right. you had the cameo at the end of Shazam when he shows up for the lunch and you, you don't see no head, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, come on, man. And even in Black Adam, when 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 he wakes up in the kid's room and he shoots the wall and then it's the Superman poster and he yeah. burns the face off, right? Say, yeah. And it's just, and it's like, come on, man. <laughs> um, so, so they've been trying to make this work. Luckily, Warner Brothers just got bought out last year by Discovery, and they have a whole new leadership team. The Rock went over the DC president's head and went straight to the new head of Warner Brothers, David Zaslav, and his team, and was like, this is what I want, and this is what we need to do. And they were like, yo, we love the idea, and we agree. He's an awesome Superman. Let's lean into it. And they literally filmed that cameo in September. So it's only oh, they wow. only did it last month. Like, that's how late in the game this shit all came to be. I guess, like, uh, The Rock had said, they filmed the cameo with a body double the first time where, kind of like Shazam, where you don't see the face, you just see the body come out of the cloud. And they did that with the early test screening, and the test screening was like, oh, that's really cool, but, you know, we wish it was actually Henry Cavill. <laughs> and that's where they kind of sent that, to, and was like, yo, we need to do this. And then they finally yeah. agreed, and they got him in, they refilmed the scene and got him in there. Um, for me, he did a this really good job amazing. getting rid of the mustache on on him. <laughs> I know you couldn't even tell it was there. It was awesome. I like how they uh, had the silhouette. Nice, he had the nice like, curl going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The silhouette before he came through, I was like, oh, they're not actually going to show him. It was like a nice little like trick. Yeah, they teased it. it. Yeah, exactly. Because you're thinking, nah, is it? <laughs> well, because too, by having someone fly down, like it could have been Shazam, right? Right. You could have had that whole thing and then comes out and it's just, oh, it's Shazam. Like, hey, man, we need to talk. Like, <laughs> Martian um, man, But honey. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but Could doing it as. 
Sorry, uh, it, it, I was just gonna say because you mentioned Shazam showing down, and he'd be like, "What's up, bro? How's it going?" Right. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't have any beef with you, but I just want to make sure we're cool. But you make us some you people play worry. Fortnite or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen all the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> it's all about family. Um, so yeah, so this scene, man, like yeah, it's short, it's sweet, but it did such a punch man for the dcu um i'm a massive henry cavill fan i love this guy i love he's my favorite superman y'all know man of steel is one of my all-time favorite movies like oh yeah he's he is superman to me and i grew up with christopher reeve and i love christopher reeve but it's just this iteration i just i love henry cavill he is superman so i've been bummed these last several years where it's been all this like i don't know what we're gonna do and and it's been kind of odd just because it's not like DC just said we're shutting down the whole Snyderverse thing, right? And we're completely relaunching. It's like you still got Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, you still got Jason Momoa as Aquaman, you still got Ezra Miller as Flash. Everybody's still there. Even Ben Affleck's coming back, you know, in different things. He is for now. <laughs> That's not going to change. His movie's coming out. He might not be in part two, but he's going to be in this first one. Okay, and um, right. you know. And and so even even Ben Affleck, who left the role, still gets referenced, right? Like even in the trailer for Shazam, and he's talking about the Justice League, and he's like, "Oh, Batman's so cool," and it shows Ben Affleck, and then oh, there's this other guy that's fast, and he's got a lightning bolt on his chest, and oh, Aquaman's so handsome and manly, you know, and it's Jason Momoa. Like they reference these characters all the time, but then why are we so hesitant with Superman? It's just it's been a weird dichotomy of like why we do this but we don't do this and mm -hmm. i haven't liked that emptiness and then at comic-con there was all those rumors right like henry cavill's gonna pop up at comic-con he's gonna be at the dc panel and it's gonna be breaking news he's coming back he's doing another superman movie it's gonna be amazing and nothing happened mm -hmm. and we were like fuck man like you know and then Rock at the time was kind of dancing around the whole Superman thing. Oh, you know, somebody had asked at Comic-Con, like, who would win in a fight? And he's like, well, it depends on who plays him, right? <laughs> like, and he yeah. played into that because he likes Henry Cavill, man. He positioned for him. He pushed for him. And he was like, that's the Superman I want to go against, right? Like, and, and, that, and if you're the Rock and you just talk about how big he is and everything, you want somebody that looks formidable to go against you, right? Yeah, and that's Henry sure. Cavill, dude. That motherfucker is Henry just Cavill. as big as the Rock. Yeah. So... You know, uh, it, it makes yeah. sense exactly. <laughs> um, he's ready, dude, and and I just I love it. And and the good news is, is just early this morning we got the official confirmation that he is back. Uh, I tweeted out some stuff this morning, showed a video. He even put out a video this morning, thanking the fans and saying, "Hey, it's official. I am back as Superman," and yeah. letting everybody know like there's no more like we're gonna dance around it. We're tiptoeing. It looks like he signed a new deal. The, the cameo was just one part. He was like, yo, Black Adam was just a taste of things to come. Thank you for your patience. Like, we're going to go have some fun. And I just, I feel like at the end of Justice League, like, he's the Superman we wanted to get to, right? Like, we, like, we had those humps, like Man of Steel, like he had just become Superman for like a week. And then it was like, Batman v Superman was a whole side story where he had to deal with all that. And then Justice League, he dies and then has to come back in Justice League. And then, but by the end of Justice League, he is that truth and hero and you know the all-american dude that that we wanted and then it was like nothing's happened since for many many years and then so it's like having a superman movie now going forward would be amazing and then like we said man if they do set that up to be against black adam or black adam be the villain and i don't know if they, i think they're i think we're going to get a solo superman movie first 
and then we're going to kind of lead with more of a Black Adam thing. And I, I'll touch more on my thoughts when we talk about the future of the DCU coming up. Um, but I just love the possibilities here, and I'm just so happy to see him back. I was very happy to see the video of him this morning uh, announcing it um, because there was still a lot of speculation. Is this, this is a weird cameo? Do you do it as a favor? Is this just a one-off thing? No, hearing like this is just a taste and more is to come. Oh, dude, like this is this is a blessing for me. He hasn't really technically done a movie with the DCU since 2017 when the original Justice League dropped. So that's a long time, man, to not be in any other projects. And now I'm hearing he might have gone and or he's going to film something for Flash um, because I know he wasn't originally in Flash because they were going to do Supergirl and they're doing the Flashpoint thing and they were going to flip it to Supergirl. So now he's going to cameo in that and maybe flip, fix that up. So here we go, man. Let's fix this timeline and let's let's rock it. So uh, I thought it was awesome. Um, I will admit the scene was kind of spoiled for me ahead of time because I'm just that guy. And I, as soon as the scene leaked online, I watched it. <laughs> so I had already seen it before the movie. Wow. And uh, okay. I had to watch it, man, because I'm such a big fan, dude. And when I heard <laughs> that it was there, I was like, I can't wait. And I watched it a couple of days before the movie came out. Um, but uh it didn't change anything because watching it in the theater of the big screen and actually, cause you couldn't really hear the audio too well. So hearing just his dialogue, I was just like, yeah, it is tight. And then especially the second time too, kind of knowing it was coming. It was like, all right, here it comes. The crowd so, going nuts, I, I loved it. Dude, our crowd went huh? crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It did the first time in the IMAX that, that preview night, it went ballistic. The second time I saw it on Saturday with my family, it was like, so, so like some people were like, but like it wasn't as much because it was an afternoon kind of just showing you know sure, depends sure. on your crowd those thursday sure. showings that's the diehards right we're all like right, day right. one we gotta be there yeah and then the, the saturday ones like get to it to get to it you know have the theater <laughs> left and didn't even stay for it you know so oh you just want to be like sit people. down what is wrong with you, know? you? but yeah. what'd you think man i mean we kind of said everything um it, it was well the funny thing was as it was happening, I just kept saying, the hair, the hair, <laughs> like yeah, the little yes. girl. Um, yeah. I, I, As it was leading up to it, I literally sat up and got on the edge of my seat. And I was just like, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. And I got to uh, ask, did you have any idea? Uh, I will tell you, sir, that you ruined it for me. Um, it was <laughs> I was listening. He was to, not happy about I that. I was so pissed. When we left, I was like, <laughs> fucking Don ruined it for me. Um, when we left the theater, I said it was wrong. I put, like, you put it in my head. Like, I didn't have it in my head at all. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, it was ruined in that regard. Um, and the sad thing is, I didn't see anything else about it at all. So if you wow. hadn't have said that, I wouldn't have even thought that that was going to happen, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. I, you know, I'm appreciating Henry Cavill more as the years have gone by. Maybe it's just because, like, I don't have that next Superman. I don't have more Superman. So, like, the more I've, like, went back and rewatched some of these things, even on my list of when we get to our list here in a minute, you'll see that the Superman is a little bit higher than where it used to be. Um, I, I've kind of got a little bit more of an appreciation for it over time. And so seeing him again just brought a lot of the, it reminds me of like seeing Toby as Spider-Man yeah. again and where I was like, I didn't realize that I wanted that that much. And it was kind of the same thing when I saw I that's me with Andrew Garfield, though. So. Yeah, that's I fair. get you. I the get the same you. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, that's that's all I thought about. I thought it was great. It 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 got me excited. It was that was you know I said that my favorite scene was the the song scene, but that was my favorite moment of the whole movie. Which again is kind of sad because it's a mid credit scene, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're not alone. I've seen a lot of people say. That. All right, peeps. Uh, well, I, I'm surprised Friggins didn't say anything about the suit because <laughs> I thought that suit was, was it was super shiny. It was shiny. It was. It shiny. was a. It was a. It's a, a very I don't know heroic kind of entrance, and I didn't catch the little swirl. Friggins wouldn't shut up about the swirl. I'm like, oh, there's a swirl. <laughs> all right, all right. And like you said, with the with the classic music and all that there too, yeah, man, it, it's mm-hmm. I'm all for it, and I'm very curious, you know, like what do you think he like? How do you think that conversation went after that? And do you think we'll ever see that? Um, I I feel like like he's just gonna be like, hey, hey, like she doesn't she doesn't speak for me, you know, she's she's a little much, um, but you you you, you gotta you know. We have a little bit of rules today, you know. We have a lot of stuff like TikTok. You don't want to, you don't want to get canceled on there. So you know, you should probably, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm a, or did he just like straight up like We're not threaten him? Him. or did he straight up threaten him? I don't know. He wouldn't just, threaten. He wouldn't I mean, threaten. he. I feel like he. I don't know. I feel like he could. He'd be a very subtle like, hey, you know, how about we just don't get out of line? You know, we'll have a good. T- we'll have a good time, yeah. you and I. I'm a good yeah. old farm boy. I don't want no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But no, man, it was it was a fun scene. Great seeing them back. And like you said, DX just kind of brought up all those old, you know, feelings and emotions. Like, oh wow, I really do love this guy as Superman. And I really do want to see him back as Superman. And um, and like you said, with with uh, Henry Cavill kind of announcing it, like, hey, I just wanted to let the weekend <laughs> go by, yeah. let everybody watch the movie. I could I can't really keep this in anymore. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, Superman is coming back and there are projects in the works. So, like, yeah, really good, really great. I would have liked to see Shazam there with him. (laughs) Just, I think that would have been a pretty good flex. I mean, having Superman there, but having Shazam there too, to to just kind of, I don't know, just like Black Adam is Shazam's Joker. Like, I just don't see why he wouldn't be there. But now they're kind of, I think maybe. In the DC cinematic universe, maybe it's going to be more Black Adam and, and Superman. And if they change that, I'm not going to be upset about it. I don't have to have a Shazam versus Black Adam movie. Um, I just was kind of thinking that's where they're going to go. So yeah, if you really want to flex on him, you'll have the bat in the background just scowling at him. He'll be like way over there, though. <laughs> this Batman is nowhere near. Just like what he where he was with Doomsday. He was way over there. <laughs> he ain't dumb. He's he's building the plan. <laughs> exactly. No, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let's talk box office as we always do opening weekend. So Black Adam, the number one film in the world, um, $67 million opening, uh, the highest of The Rock's career, which is really interesting with him as a wow. leading man. So obviously oh, okay. Fast and Furious doesn't count, stuff like that, where it's an ensemble film. But him as a leading character, I think the uh, previous record was Hobbs and Shaw, where it did about 60. Um, so um, 67 is the biggest. So, I mean, right, very cool there. And a massive $140 million on a global haul. Uh, for the weekend. So I know early estimates had this movie coming in about 60. 
uh, for the weekend. So overperforming that, which is always great to see. Um, and honestly, I know it's hard sometimes with openings, right? Because we're getting kind of jaded with a lot of these movies, especially Marvel movies, right? Like, right. you know, Thor coming out and making 150 million and Doctor Strange 2 making 190 million and all this stuff, right? Like big, big openings. Again, you got to think unknown character and also a, an origin story. And when you look at origin stories, you know, Aquaman made 65 million when it opened, you know, and then went on to make a billion dollars. You know, Wonder Woman only made, you know, 60 million dollars. <laughs> like, you know, Suicide Squad only made 20 million last year when it came out. Yeah. Um, you know, even when you go back to phase one, the, the cat first Captain America movie was like 50 mil. Uh, the first Thor was 55 mil. You know, those movies, those origin movies are never typically big, 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 knock the doors off box office. Um, it's always the sequels. It's always the ones down the road that kind of bring everything kind of up. So um, this falls in line with that and then puts it in a good spot. So um, we'll see where it goes uh, over there. So one thing I wanted to touch on real quick is the future of the DCU. Now, the only thing we know for sure that we're getting at this point, um, we know we got Shazam Fury of the Gods coming out uh, in March. And then we have uh, hopefully the flash coming out this yeah. summer, uh, and maybe July, if anything else ha doesn't happen. Uh, and then we have Aquaman two coming out the end of next year. So those are, in, those are done. Uh, we nope. also have blue beetle coming yeah. down the road as well too. Um, we don't have a, a release date for that one yet, but, um, maybe they'll slide it in somewhere next year as well. Static um, now I'm just kidding. No static no. shocks. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, lot of other projects been canceled thanks to the new leadership. Uh, so uh, a lot of that stuff has gone by the wayside. Um, but that's what we have confirmed um, at this point. Now we know Henry Cavill's back. They, there's starting to be articles that have come out saying looking for writers and directors for a Superman sequel. Uh, and obviously the producers of the Black Adam movie have said, you know, hey, we're going to move quick on a sequel to this thing, right? Like it took 15 years to make this first one. We're not waiting around. We want to go where the iron's hot and we want to make that sequel. So let's go. Um, so just kind of not necessarily just about what's coming, but what are you guys excited about? Where do you think the road is going? Kind of what are you hoping to see? Um, one big thing that I'm kind of, like I said, I, I hope we get kind of down the road and this kind of will fix the whole Superman Shazam thing is uh, a Kingdom Come movie. I really do think that that's kind of the direction that we would go um, and, and kind of a loosely based Kingdom Come, right? Like how Civil War was, where it's not really a direct, literal like translation of it, but I can see a movie called Kingdom Come where it's basically Shazam teaming up with Superman and and having to take down Black Adam, right? Like and and kind of going from there because we do need to get shazam in there but i don't know depending on how well the sequel does i don't know how well shazam will carry that movie right like i mean it, it, that franchise is kind of the lower end of the dcu it's kind of hit and miss i love it to death but for the general public like the the box office is superman and, and black adam not really shazam and black adam but shazam needs to be there because like you said it is his joker and then they, they do belong together so a Kingdom Come movie, you know, I still think we'll get like some sort of Man of Steel 2 first and we'll kind of go from there and then that'll lead into, you know, maybe Shazam going and saying, I need your help, right? Maybe Shazam gets his ass kicked by Black Adam at some point and he's like, yo, I need your help like with this guy. I can't handle this on my own. Whatever the case may be and then we kind of get, that'll be like sort of their Justice league kind of movie, right? Where it can kind of be 
maybe even more heroes kind of going up against Black Adam, right? So it's just a way to kind of bring everything together. So that's just an idea I had. Um, but other than that, I mean, because we're still doing a lot of spinoffs. We got Joker 2 coming. We got another Batman movie coming with Robert Pattinson. But we know those are kind of Elseworld movies. They're not in the DCU. So what do, where do we think the future of the DCU is going? I don't know if you guys have pondered that thought, but what, what's, your, what's your idea there? You know, Friggins, I'll throw it to you. I, I think um, I'll st- I, I was going to suggest tossing it back at peace since he let me go first last time, but I saw him shake his head no, so I'm going to go in and take <laughs> it. Um, my biggest thought is let me have Black Adam be Thanos. Like, not that, but yeah. like the, the, the big yeah. fight. Like, the big bet. I feel like we we just got established that, like how much of a, a badass he is. So let's let's play into it. Like, you have The Rock. Like, make him be the big foil he would love to be like i'm so tough you have to have the whole justice league come after me right um he would eat that up so i think that's what you need to do is you need to have not only superman and shazam team up but i want him to be the next justice league villain that they they have to all come together to to take on and maybe maybe he teams up with someone too you know make it a little bit harder and and you got to give the other guys some people to fight so um I, I don't know where that could go per se, but I want to see him kind of be the the Thanos uh, level threat. Um, I hope he would be willing to go full on bad and not have to be the bad guy that like actually becomes good guy at the end. Like, you know, they're fighting him at first, but then they have to team up and fight Trigon or something. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to see him be the villain and be the reason why everyone has to team up. Um, that's my biggest thing. As far as anything else DC goes, there's really two things on my list that I really, really, really want. And one is a Nightwing. I want to see Nightwing. And two is Green Lantern. I also want to see. Uh, they have Nightwing already for you. No, yeah, I want to see. Titans, a, season four. Titans, debuts in about a week. <laughs> I, I, I want to see a Nightwing movie. H- HBO Max <laughs> coming coming next week. <laughs> but yeah, so that's those are my uh, DCU. Yeah, and let's not forget too. There is Wonder Woman three coming as well too. The Patty Jenkins said she just finished the script for that, so I'm hoping that that actually takes place in the current timeline since the other two movies have been flashbacks. So I would love to see her pick up after Justice League and kind of what's next, you know. Um, so that is another one on the docket, by the way. So, peeps, what's your thoughts, man? What are you thinking, man? It's, <clears throat> it's difficult for me. I'm not as versed as Friggins is in the DC comic book world. I don't know of any like really big events um, that have happened that would be good to see on screen. I, I know one of the most obvious that, that kind of comes up is the uh, Blackest Night, but you have to have a Green Lantern core to yeah, actually the get there. Um, but it wasn't just a Green Lantern thing, right? Like it actually impacted everybody. Correct, um, but it's all centered around the lanterns. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, just in terms of where I would like to see us go, like that's really all I can think of in terms of something that everyone's connected to. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I really got nothing. Um, I, I think just really introducing bigger bads and, and friggins, I know you're saying like to have Black Adam be the next Thanos level threat. Like, I, I don't see that. Like, I would like to see a brainiac, um, kind of pop up first or still too yeah yeah but like i don't think like i think that's so much more than just man of steel like 
I think Brainiac could be like a huge global kind of issue that a Justice League would have to kind of come together to to deal with, just like they they did with Ultron. Um, but I don't know. Like I I don't want to see Black Adam as like the big bad that everybody has to defeat because eventually they'll just have to kill him, and then we're not going to get any more. Like I like D uh, DJ, and I like the Black Black Adam, and I want to see more movies of him. What and he's doing things that nobody else agrees with. He's killing. For, he's like the pun. He's like the Superman Punisher um, yeah. of DC. And I I want to see that. And I want to you know I want that to continue. Yeah. And yes, I do want a Batman v Black Adam movie where they they do go at it and or Superman v Black Adam. I don't want Batman. <laughs> like Batman ain't doing shit. I was agreeing with you. I was like, yeah. He ain't do doing shit. <laughs> right, yeah. That's a real he, quick movie. He grabs a, an Eternium or whatever that, that, that metal is suit. He's like, oh, it's all Eternium. No, That's right. He's got a plan. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want... I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Friggins. I, I don't agree with that. I want to see more of him. I want to see him work with the Justice League, and maybe while he's working with the Justice League, he's kind of that loose cannon that's going off and doing his own thing. And like, ah, dang it, I'll go with him, says Aquaman, and he starts flapping his way. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I that, That's my thing. But yeah, in terms of big events, I, I don't... I would like to see a Brainiac. What other... You know, like, Let's have Black Adam fight with them when they go up against uh, Dark Side. Um, I think that, that would be, be great. That would be yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, that Dark Side is the Thanos, right? I would think. No, true. Well, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, it is very, very cool. All right, well, that wraps us back around to final thoughts and scores before we get to our big countdown. Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so overall, wrap. And, uh, of course, where would you rank it out of five stars or five lightning bolts, whatever you'd like to do <laughs> at this point? So, Friggins, what you got? So, for me, I'm going to have to only give it three out of five lightning bolts. Um, I had a good time with it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, it had enough problems that uh, it, it kind of pulled me out of the movie experience a little bit. And, you know, I've said it many times before, if you if you have something that pulls me out of that, um, it, it, it's going to bring you down a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, uh, three out of five. And really all I can say is my experience for it was so, like, very just, it was fun. It didn't rock my world. It didn't um, disappoint me. It wasn't like I, I didn't want to get up and leave. But I also like was like, ah, I don't ever have to watch that again. I'm good. Um, so, yeah, three out of five for me. Good time. It was fun. I enjoyed being there. But I'm good now. <laughs> okay. Peeps. Um, I I am with Friggins, but I want to give this movie another shot. I think knowing what I know now in terms of where the plot is going. I want I want to rewatch it to see like maybe they are maybe I'm I'm just expecting something and the seeds that they're planting on the way and the way that the story unfolds is a lot better than than what I have in my head. Uh, maybe I was too busy talking to actually really pay attention to 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 what's going on. Um I don't know. Um I I will stick with my my beef on the the too many pieces of a uh, you know 
other movies that fail to give it its own um it, its own unique feel though the, it does have a lot of unique elements to it um it just takes from a lot which like friggin said kind of distracts me like i it's almost like i kind of want to do a a comparison like how many things did it get from a, but then then i can get nitpicky and do that with every other film that's been out there as well that that also takes bits from other movies so we're not going to do that um but yeah man i i stop it you know when i kind of think about everything like said and done i i think i would give this four shazams um and potential to go down potential to go up uh after i after i watch it again so it's a very tentative four shazams fair enough um, I agree with you on the second viewing thing, right? Like, and that's why you'll you'll notice when we do these a lot. I have always already seen it twice, yeah. um, because and I and it's because you know Friggins. I know he's always like one and done, and I'm good. But um, <laughs> like to me, like I feel like we go, especially with these big comic book movies. I feel we go in so much, right? with these preconceived notions in our heads because we've been hyping these movies for years, right? Since the announcement, since the casting, since the first trailer and the second trailer and blah, blah, blah. And then opening night comes and in our head, we're like, we think this is going to happen. We think that's going to happen. And da, 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 da. And then when it doesn't do some of that stuff, you're just like, uh, well, maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. When you yeah. go that second time, I'm telling you guys, when you go that second time, all that shit's out the window. Because you've seen the movie. So you really get to go and just watch it as a fan. You get to just sit down with your popcorn and just be like, I'm just going to enjoy it now, right? Because now it's not unraveling. It's not unfolding. It's not, where's it going to go? Like, you know what's going and you almost pick up on more stuff. And you do catch little Easter eggs. And you catch little things that are said and things that are done that you never would have saw in that first showing. So I highly recommend two showings, you know, for these big movies. Um, just to have that pre, you know, that that original overexcited kind of notion out the window and get yeah. to just enjoy it for what it is. Um, I, I really do enjoy it. Sometimes I enjoy it way more the second time uh, for those same reasons. So um, for me, like I said, you know, when I rank movies, I really do it off of my enjoyment level. Um, how did I feel? Did it give me what I wanted? Did I have a good time? And is it something I want to sit down and watch again? And that's immediately what I thought. Like I said, when I got home, first thing I said to my wife was like, because my wife was like, I don't even care to really go see this. And I was like, you're going to go see this this weekend. Yeah. Like, we're going, we're taking the daughter, like, we're going to go watch this movie. And, you know, she and she ended up liking it. Like, and, you know, and like I said, my daughter liked it more than she thought. And it just, you, you, it's just, I just want to have a good time. And, and for me, it was the rock. It was the action. It was the humor. Yes, we can nitpick. Yes, there was things that could have been better. But for me, it was just, what was the experience? Did I walk out being like, hell yeah, that was tight as hell. And that's what I did. You know, like I said, Geeky Pat, same thing. Totally agreed with me. We walked out. We were like, that was amazing. His wife was even like, that was awesome. Like, we were all just like so geeked when we walked out of the theater. And um, so I give it five stars. Like, for me, it's really just about that enjoyment level. Do I I want to watch it again? Did I have a good time? And that's what I did. So uh, it stands out for me big time. So I absolutely loved it. Probably you'll see it a third time before I lose the Almost <laughs> went and saw it again while I was in Phoenix today and saw that IMAX. I was like, oh, the times didn't quite line up, but I was very tempted. Very I, tempted. I would love to see like a DX 
YouTube video of you breaking down what you the the joy you get out of movies because <laughs> yeah. I I, I want to I want to see things from from like your perspective and, and your viewpoint. So I don't know. You got to figure something out. Well, what's I'm funny is like as you were describing your your exact reasons why you enjoyed it, and you came out of there instantly having those feelings. It made me just realize like we're on the same level. It's just I had a different experience of it. Like when I walked out, I was just kind of like, okay, that was fine. Um, and that's where my rating went. And it's a different it, level. No, no, I'm saying like <laughs> as far as we're we're judging these off of our experiences, right? Our experiences were different, but mm-hmm. um it was it was funny like hearing you talk about like walking out and how you felt. I was like, that's exactly me. It's just my feeling was not i just hated it yeah i didn't hate it but i don't know um but so really it was just so i never need to see this thing again yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. maybe it feels in black and white i don't know i mean i watched the batman exactly. budget i watched the batman where's the noir budget. version <laughs> it's called no, black it Adam. Give me that black and white yeah. <laughs> how did dx how did you even feel about the end like they didn't call him black adam once in the movie and like, oh, you need I a was new name. With it. I, I like the little wink at the end, right? Like, they called him Teth Adam again at the end. He's like, well, that's kind of dated, right? Like the kid said. And then, yeah. well, what should we call you? Dun, 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 right? <laughs> and then the credits, you know, Black Adam. Like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you did Sean get a fantastic scene, though. Amanda, Amanda <laughs> Waller, you know, called him Black Adam when the little drone came down. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it did get out there. The word did it get, get out word there. So I liked it. It actually threw my mother in law off because we went over to my in law's house yesterday for lunch and uh, she went and saw it and she was like, they never called him Black Adam. <laughs> like, and she was so <laughs> perturbed by that. She was like, I was like, who's Black Adam? <laughs> I was like, it was The Rock. And she's like, I know, but they never called him that. Like, she was <laughs> just it, so stuck. Is it the bird guy? Is that Black Adam? <laughs> is it the yeah, bird guy? Is that Black Adam? He was in it a lot. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, exactly. It is. It is. It's all about that experience when you walk out, like, where you like, hell yeah. Like, you know, like, that was just fun. That gave me, you know, what I wanted. And, you know, that's where sometimes you got to, you know, lean on it. Because, you know, you, you could do the over critique thing right like you you, there's a lot of critics out there and this is a a pure example of this movie from a if you go on rotten tomatoes this thing is like 50 percent critics and 90 percent audience wow like that's a drastic difference right critics are like nitpicking like oh the story's not deep enough oh the cinematography like it's 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 a lot of the friggin stuff right like it's It's for the fans obviously exactly and the fans it's a 90 percent. it's one of the highest critically uh from an audience standpoint for a comic book movie you know and when the rock tweeted about it he's like Thank you for the audience score because all I do is want to please the audience, right? That's why the Superman thing happened. He's like, I listened to the audience and I want to deliver to the audience. And we were just trying to deliver a fun, action-packed movie. And that's what they did. And I've seen a lot of critics be like, well, the story wasn't deep enough and I wanted some Dark Knight-level stuff. And it's like, dude, it's fucking Black Adam. Like, calm (laughs) down. Like, Like, no one's trying to make an Oscar movie over here. Like, I don't get critics sometimes like when you have that drastic of a difference something's wrong like something (laughs) is really wrong like you should be within 10 to 20 percent both ways as a swing yeah and this is so just like god you know but it shows you that most fans that are going in for what it is are leaving happy 
and and giving it a thumbs up you know and that and that's really cool to see so you know i compared this movie a lot to to amazing spider-man i and i know a lot of people don't like that movie but i enjoy amazing spider-man first one or the second one the second one oh Ooh. see yeah that's yeah Ooh. i know I, we, we've talked about this. the first one's great the first one yeah, i like the that's first why one. I the, all right yeah all right, we you failed done. to leave that two off there, dude. Yeah, you did. <laughs> where, where, what did you? Where, where, what is this? Where does this movie stand in your top twelve friggin'? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's underrated. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll pivot. So it's time for the updated DCU countdown. If you've seen our spoiler reviews before, even for Marvel, we always like to add in the new film and count them down. We are talking about the DCEU direct. So movies like Joker um and uh what else was it like the batman. batman stuff like that are not a part of this countdown this is part of the dc cinematic universe that began with man of steel and kind of chugged along from there so we have what was it 12 films uh on the dceu docket and uh we'll count them down so friggins i'll throw it back to you where are we going all right so for me um i'm gonna start at the bottom and work my way up i got wonder what we always do I was just in case we have any. Have new we listeners. ever started in number one? <laughs> in case we ever have any new listeners, I'm just letting them know. <laughs> um, so uh, way in there at the bottom is Wonder Woman 1984, and then I have Justice League, the Joss Whedon cut, and yeah. then Justice League. Joss, yes, exactly. And, and then bumping up a slight hair is uh, Man of Steel. Um, and then Aquaman. Although I feel like let me built up. Superman's <laughs> really moved up, and it's still the it's fucking the same. The it's literally the same as where it was before. Thank before. you, peeps. Nope. Thank it's you. It's not fucking I, have... oh. <laughs> I could have seen it went up one. Um, oh my god! I feel like if I'm I watched so excited. it, <laughs> I, th- I honestly thought it went up. I one. thought it would at least beat the first Suicide <laughs> Squad movie. God. Um, so then after that, I have Jeez. at number nine, Aquaman. <laughs> and then I have at eight, the, uh, the first Suicide Squad movie. Um, then at number seven is where I have Black Adam coming in. Uh, number six, Birds of Prey. Number five, Batman v Superman. Number four, Shazam. Number three, the Zack Snyder Justice League. Uh, and then two and one um, it was a close battle, but I'm going to leave... The Suicide Squad at number two, and of course Wonder Woman at number one. And that's my twelve. This is the correct order. That is the really <laughs> wrong order. <laughs> um, all right, peeps, let's salvage this. A little bit. I hope let's you salvage. have a better countdown. <laughs> I think so. Um, number twelve, Wonder Woman eighty four. I need hope. Hope. It's all about hope. <laughs> Well, number 11 is Batman v Superman. Ah, uh, see, the S stands for super, not for hope. <laughs> okay. Uh, number 10 is the original Suicide Squad. Uh, number 9 is the Justice League. The Justice League. Number 8 is Birds of Prey. Number 7 is Shazam. Wow. And number number 6, 6 and 5, they're just like, you know, they keep Limbo in each other, but uh, number six is uh, original Wonder Woman, number five is Aquaman, and number four is where I'm going to slide in Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, top three uh, goes Man of Steel, 
uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and The Suicide Squad as the number one best DC movie of all time so far. Okay. Until they have okay. a, a Booster Gold movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a cameo in Blue Beetle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. So shows how the, the how it's supposed to look. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> as as the real DC fan around uh-huh, here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um so coming in at number 12, I think we're all in agreement. Wonder Woman 1984. So yeah, yeah. Uh, coming in dead last there. Coming in at number 11 is a movie Fred had way too fucking high, <laughs> and that is Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Uh, decent that. movie, but should not be any higher. <laughs> Number 10 is the first Suicide Squad movie. Number 9 is Wonder Woman. Number 8 is Shazam. Number 7 is Aquaman. Number 6 is where Black Adam falls for me. So Black Adam comes in number 6. Number 5 is The Suicide Squad. Wow. Uh, Coming in number 4 is, uh, and I, I know that y'all, Put this one really low but so i'm gonna say the justice league um and and for me again i'm gonna always vouch not saying that this is the best movie in the world but for me again as a lifelong dc fan seeing the justice league together on screen was badass regardless of the movie yeah <laughs> and um it was it was good for me so number four number three is batman v superman dawn of justice number two is man of steel and number one is the Zack snyder justice league uh, I don't know how anything can really top that film. We have a four-hour epic that really just it's kind of did more than not I fair. Think any other film. It's really not. I mean, it's it's the Infinity War and Endgame put together. Right. Um, it just it just does so much that I don't think you could ever accomplish in any other individual movie. We should break um, one, it just down each it so one in, right. in its own chapter. Yes. <laughs> so that so that that kind of. You know, how I feel about the Avengers always kind of being on top for the Marvel stuff. I feel like that Justice League movie with Zack Snyder's version is going to be really hard if anything could pull that out. As much as I love, like I said, Man of Steel, you know, being my number two uh, from a solo standpoint, it's just it's so hard to fight that Justice League movie. Um, It's just so epic on every damn level. So that's our countdown, guys. And that also brings us to the end of our show. (laughs) So. Uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in for our Am I Still on the Air Black Adam spoiler review. Uh, always a fun time. Um, we're coming in right under the two hour mark. As on always. This, one. So this is actually a little yeah. bit, uh, we usually bit always longer. land right at 140, 145. So <laughs> we've gone about 10 minutes over. Um, but you know, we had a lot to talk about. So it was all good. So let's go around. Let's see where the peeps can find all of y'all and what you got going on. Friggins, I know you got a lot going on. Let's talk about it. Where can they find you and talk about your endeavors? I will try to be brief. Uh, first and foremost, you can find me here on Red Dragons Radio doing the Am I Still on the Air episodes as a guest, as well as uh, guesting on the People's Forum. So, uh, am I on the air? Or am I still on the air as a show? But it's on the Am I on the Air podcast app. Um, anyway, um, also on RedDragonsRadio.com. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Friggins. That's F R I G G I N Z. Friggins with a Z. And recently, I've been diving into the TTRPG or like live play 
Twitch streaming, like Dungeons and Dragons okay. kinds of games. Um, I have a show that I am on called Become Legend, and it's is on that v- like the Critical Roles role guys. Yeah, it's kind of like the Critical Role guys, only wow. way less popular. I've heard of that. <laughs> um, way cooler. Oh, thank you, sir. Um, but we are on uh, the Free Forge Network, and there's a whole bunch of shows on there that are super cool, super fun, especially if you like TTRPGs or D and D or Critical Role. Um, so. So if you like to check out live streaming games like that, go ahead and check us out on twitch.tv slash the free forge. Um, I also stream another game with friends on twitch.tv slash mead and friends um, for some other D and D action. So a couple different spots on there, but just follow me on Instagram or Twitter and I'll post out a lot of notices. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, peeps. Tell them. I got a pod- peeps. I got a podcast. It's called the People's Forum. Oh, it's the People's Forum? What do you talk about on the People's Forum? I talk about (laughs) exactly what we talked about today. (laughs) Just more of and and a lot more ands and ums as I speak. (laughs) But yes, that is my thing. Every Monday I try to give us, give it you guys a uh, Marvel DC cinematic experience. I talk about a movie, I talk about a TV show, I talk about rumors. DX Domega loves to hear about all my all my rumors because he's like, where the hell did you get all that from? I'm like, the internet, Don. What do you think? I'm all, none of that shit is happening, <laughs> but thanks for telling us about it. <laughs> yup. It is true. So, yeah. Uh, that is my thing. For my peoples, for those of you that are listening, that's number four, my peoples, at Twitter, if you want to follow me and then tell me how amazing you think I am. Or Friggins and DX, they're going to be on, hopefully, next week to talk about everything there is to talk about of She-Hulk and how much we loved and or hated it. So, yeah, it's a thing. But, yeah, uh, it's a thing. Check it out. Also on Red Dragons Radio. Dot com. All right. I'm away. <laughs> All righty. And of course, as you know, this is the spinoff of Am I on the Air, our normal show that typically airs every Monday night, but it won't be this Monday night because we did this. So we'll have a new episode tomorrow <laughs> instead <laughs> um, to make up for it. So I do not have the energy to do a whole nother show right after this one. So um, we're going to hold off. So new episode this week on Tuesday, Good, typically yeah. on Mondays at the bottom below, you can see everything you need to know. Am I on the air.com, all the Twitters, all the socials we're on everything. So make sure you follow at am I on the air. And of course you can follow me directly at DX Don mega. Um, but yeah, am I on the air.com is where you can really get to everything very easily uh, with links to all the socials and everything like that. Uh, make sure you follow on the Instagrams, the TikToks, uh, the YouTubes, everything. Subscribe and uh, support your boys. So uh, support everybody on here, man. We love what we do. And I think you have a good time listening. So uh, thanks again for everybody listening and hanging out for two plus hours now. Uh, at this point, we really appreciate y'all. <laughs> And uh, for those of you that are listening, thanks for listening. For those of you watching, thanks for watching. And until next time, y'all. Peace! Red Dragons!